0: So I had the privilege of witnessing my godson's birth. Mm. Um, was not expecting that to happen. I actually had a really good seat where her all that stuff was blocked completely by something, and I was just there for support, like by her head. No, I was. I was like I was behind her but something literally was like in the way of her cooch oh like I can't remember if there was like a table there was something that was blocking my view so I was like this is perfect I could be here help yell and cheer on and not see anything and then and then and then one of the doctors was like you we need you to hold her leg and I'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) so I literally was crying tears of joy while dry heaving (laughs) watching this head come out of the v- vagina. Um, it was pretty... The, it, there were days of flashbacks. Like, I would oh just be driving God. and be like, ah! Oh, God. And then ja- this, this is Jasmine. She doesn't care, I say. <laughs> Jasmine had the nerve to then say, like, yeah, we're real close now. I'm like, no, bitch. I'm close as fuck to you. You have not seen anything <laughs> in me that I saw of you. So, so when
1: people say, like, Birth is beautiful. Would you?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> it's hilarious to
1: me that you were dry heaving. Uh, yeah, because I like, feel like it was. I've heard of people feeling like they're gonna faint, but mm. I've never heard of like they're they're gonna throw up. I was. Yeah, but that sounds right for you. Yeah. No, <laughs> I've only. Fainted, I think I've
0: only fainted like once in my life, but. Whew.
1: It was a lot. It
0: was a lot. It made me re- like. Yep, I'm still not ready for that. That was what. He'll be. Th- th- no, he is three. Oh shit. I think you said 13. Yeah. No, this was this was Jace, not Riley. Oh. This was a couple years ago.
1: Ooh, so, so it's fresh. fresh in your mind. still fresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Ooh, I've never seen I've never seen labor. I've seen um, you know, videos Ugh. and I actually did witness a cesarean, but we'll get to that later. I doubt
0: I'll see another one. No.
1: There's probably not a ton of opportunities in yeah, life no. unless you seek them out. Yeah, I didn't seek that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was a, a unique yeah. opportunity. <laughs> All right, so up to nine in every ten first-time mothers who have a vaginal birth will experience some sort of tear, <sighs> graze, or episiotomy. Although I have heard that episiotomies are far more rare. That's where, like... The doctors intentionally tear you, oh. be, like so you have more stretching room. But <sighs> I've heard that it's actually better for you and you heal faster if you just tear naturally. So Jeez. for most women, these tears are minor and they heal quickly. But that? yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, it's terrifying. What's quickly? I don't know. Probably like. Do you know how six think weeks about how minimum. often
0: we have to pee. I know. We're gonna have to hold that shit. Ye-
1: And shit, it'll just be constantly sore, just stinging. Oh,
0: (laughs) birth is beautiful. So, so we won't be like this for the whole episode, I promise. There's definitely good stuff. Today we're talking about wanting babies, from determining if we're even gonna have one through possible labor.
1: Yeah, and we do want to just let you know, um, give you a trigger warning. We will be mentioning. Uh, miscarriage and infertility later on in the episode we'll warn you again right before we talk about it yep. um, but we do have some more like supportive silver lining information in regards to it too it's yeah. not just like dark and heavy it's, and, it,
0: and it's very light too because we so far have not experienced that and so we don't want to yes. be talking about anything that we haven't Truly hands-on experience.
1: But it is a real part of many women's lives, so we want to be real. Exactly. And just a
0: reminder, we are still taking a break from social media. We miss you guys. But in the meantime, write us a review on Apple Podcasts and share our episodes with all your buddies. Yeah.
1: This is Loud. And Louder. With with Holly Holly and Misha. Misha. All right. I feel like... The the younger generations are getting much better at this. Yeah. But people need to stop asking, when are you having kids? Yep. And just say, do you think you want kids? Right. Or, you know, be more delicate. Why haven't
0: haven't you had any kids yet? Right.
1: Like, between infertility or adoption or Or simply not wanting kids. Like, that shouldn't be the go-to to assume that people will have kids and that they'll have it. Biologically. Yeah. And on that on that
0: note also, asking people when are you due is
1: not the best thing to do
0: either. Unless like a baby is crowning out of that vagina. (laughs) Like if you don't know somebody, you don't know. I've had that happen that I can think of twice. Once was on one of my birthdays. Uh, that's It was when awful. I was at my heavier stage, like, probably four or five years ago, although I think I'm probably back to that
1: now. Oh, I would never think <laughs> that you were pregnant.
0: Well, I was wearing some dress, and I was also smoking a cigarette at the time, and this lady, I heard her, like, say to whoever she was with, like, that's just so ridiculous, and she's pregnant. Wow.
1: And I didn't have any balls to say anything.
0: I just probably went home and cried. I was like, this is the
1: worst birthday ever. That's so sad. And then my
0: neighbor, in the beginning of COVID, she was like, she was like, I was like, yeah, I'm getting back in the swing of things. I don't think I'd been going to the gym yet, but I had started like working out and doing stuff. And she was like, yeah, at one point we were thinking like, I wonder if Misha's pregnant. Why? When you were talking about
1: your weight?
0: Yes. Like why? Oh my What'd god! Would you say that?
1: Oh my god! Text. text. i I feel no like no text. That's really bad because I feel like that has been a thing f- for a long time. That yeah. like unless someone has told you they're pregnant, you probably shouldn't bring it up.
0: Yeah. No. 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 Absolutely no. not. Don't do it, guys. Do not ruin your day and theirs mm-hmm. because you're gonna feel awful when they're <laughs> like, "I'm not. I'm just big." Fuck you.
1: Right. Also, <laughs> it could be a double whammy if they were trying to conceive. Right. Or if they... And couldn't. Recently had admi- Like, you
0: just don't know. You don't know. know. So stop, stop, stop doing it. Stop especially
1: it. stop doing it when people get married. You know, just because you're married doesn't mean you need to start yeah, popping out line. children. Exactly. All right? Let's just chill, people. <sighs> okay. Now the that's <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> All
0: right, so let's talk about our moms, because I think, again... This is weird. This is the second time we're like our moms. I know. Were similar. I know. But um, my mom was 36 when she had me, and my younger brother is three or so, 39 when she had me. Oh, wow. Tea. Yeah. And then you.
1: My mom was 30, uh, 37 when she had me. Okay. 37 and a half.
0: And, was, and you were her last yes. child. Yes. I was her youngest. Right. I was
1: not planned even. Right. I don't know exactly what happened, but there, she filed for divorce and then I don't know if they Oops had to daisy. divorce sex or if she found out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to know. But yeah, it was a whoopsie. Yeah.
0: All right. So we found some a stat that says the average age of first time mothers in America is now up from 21 to 26. While for fathers, it's increased from twenty-seven to thirty-one, and this just isn't within America. Women in other developed countries are waiting too, with the average first birth happening for new mothers at age thirty-one, which I'm not surprised about. I feel like our generation is, and not everyone in our generation, but as a whole, we just had a different viewpoint of it. Like we're Mm -hmm. there's more women that are within careers and wanting to travel, wanting to travel, wanting to live prior to family life, and yeah. I mean, I already know. I remember when I was younger, like in high school, I'd be like, I'm going to get engaged by 2021, married by 22, (laughs) have my first kid by 25, second by 27, I'm going to roll it out and third by
1: 30. My timeline (laughs) was eerily similar to that. Really? Yes. I don't know what it is, but... I definitely had the idea of like a first baby around 25, which now I'm like, thank God. Yeah. I would have been throwing my youth in the trash. <laughs> not to say that everybody that had a baby. No, in no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's what you really want and you're happy, that's awesome. But yeah. for me personally, yeah, I was not ready. I still probably am not ready.
0: Yeah. Well, and I feel like also I would say that because. I always said that I didn't want to be an older parent like my parents. And now that I'm older, I 100% agree with what they did, and I will be an older parent just like my parents.
1: You also, I think, have more energy and pizzazz for life than other people your age, though. Yeah. Because there are people who act much older than they are, and yeah. then they just seem kind of like lame grandparents. Yeah, sometimes,
0: sometimes I find out, like, how old people are that are my age. I'm like, wait, really? Yeah. But yeah, my par- and my parents were like, they acted ten, fifteen, twenty years younger than what they usually right. were. So that's so helpful. Yeah, we were good. But it was just weird seeing like hearing parents ages when oh, I was yeah. younger and like their parents were like in their twenties, thirties yep. and like my parents were in like forties, fifties.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um so where are you at now? Like do you still think you want kids? Yeah. What do you think your, like, timeline goal is? What's your plan?
0: Whitney keeps doing this countdown that's, like, not even correct. So it keeps freaking me out because he's like, four more months. I'm like, no. (laughs) No. No, we're getting married in what? I think it was seven months this month. So less than seven months. And I think in his head he thought that I said that I was going to stop – My birth control three months prior.
1: Oh, okay. But I don't think I'm going to do that. I feel like you would potentially jinx yourself. I probably would. And then be like starting your second trimester on your wedding day and you're just like, well, fuck. Yeah, no. (laughs) I think that I probably
0: will stop my birth control the month prior. Month or two prior. And then we'll just start to like use the whole calendar to be more efficient tracking, on wind. Yeah. yeah, so like we're not trying to get pregnant right then, but for me to get the hormones out of me from taking birth or control film to like for get past, a like, sense of your cycle. Yeah. yeah. That makes so, sense. yeah, so hopefully hopefully we'll see, who knows, but by end of this year next year I'll be with child.
1: That's crazy. Ooh, that's oh, that's weird gosh. to say. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sweating for you. That's, that's exciting.
0: It is. It is. I'm and, excited. And you?
1: Do you still want three? Like your high no, school days? I think I just want
0: two of our own. Cool. Us two. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think two will be plenty. Because especially like if I don't, mm-hmm. if I don't get pregnant until this year next year, that means that I'll be pregnant at 36 or 37. And then 37, 37, 38. 38 so if you baby. just do
1: back to back, Ugh. I'll help you with diapers. Ugh, yeah. be a
0: lot, I, girl. I've I don't even I can't even. I'm not even to lie. I don't think I've ever changed a diaper. Re-
1: really? No. Well, I'm we here don't here for have ya. any babies in the family. I'm here for you. I've changed so many. Literally hundreds. Oh,
0: good. Okay, perfect. You'll be the diaper changer.
1: And I'll so, what about you? you? <laughs> I'll help you when you need like a shower and a nap. Oh, thank you. Um, you gotta have those friends that don't have kids so that they have the energy to like help you out without it feeling like they're just exhausted too. I
0: appreciate you. Well, and by the time, so what do you? So what are you thinking?
1: I don't know, <laughs> and it stresses me out. Apparently, I always sing when I'm stressed <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yep, you do. Okay. We'll get into some complicated thoughts and feelings later. But the simplest answer is, I've always wanted to be a mother. Yeah. Um, I don't know how or when exactly. Well, when
0: two people... Get together in a bed. No. Oh, that's <laughs> wait! What that's it's so for. funny. My, we, I was at a baby shower, and my friend Katy was like, "Someone said something. Asked a question, not asking that." And she was like, "When two people fall in love, they have a baby." But I was like, "Oh, that's in a perfect world because there's plenty of babies that come with people who are not in love." Oh, I can tell you from my family alone, like, I've
1: got stories.
0: Oh, but God. yeah, I
1: think probably would want two. I used to want four to five Oof, in no. my crazy days. Um, Didn't you say you wanted, like, bit tw- like oh sets of twins? You I, said that another when episode, I was, I Yes. When I was in elementary school, I wanted twin boys and triplet girls. Because when you're a oh. child, you have no sense of how difficult you can be and how draining you are on your parents. When you're a child, you think you're the best. Oh. You're like, but I no. want three of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect and beautiful. Um, no, I, I would probably only want two. And... Uh, I have no interest in really trying or getting serious about it before age probably 31. Like, I would like to have at least two more years okay. to drink alcohol and sleep. Oh, I'll try drinking alcohol.
0: Well, not while pregnant,
1: but that's afterwards. what I mean. Like, I'm not ready to go nine months. Oh, without gotcha. It. <laughs>
0: gotcha. I'm like, oh, but no. Yeah,
1: you can drink when you're a mom. <laughs> uh, I will. Thank you. Uh, yeah.
0: So let's talk about our expectations and our hopes.
1: Right. You have a whole plan for your labor. So <sighs> Celebrity my mom, style, okay? Right? So yeah. So my mom
0: and my mom's like, Misha, no, you're not gonna do that, it's not safe.
1: <laughs> but I just wanna schedule a C section. And didn't you say you would also love for it to end with a tummy tuck? If or they like, could do that, something like that. That would be
0: great. <laughs> like if they could That's just the like celebrity get labor. it out, you know? <laughs> when I was little I literally say by the time I, not even little, like high school, I'd be like, because obviously when I have a kid, I'm not talking about by the time I have a baby, but when I was in high school, I'd be like, by the time I get pregnant, the, like the medicine will be so amazing that they'll just be able to knock me out, pull the baby on out of me, and I'll wake up with my new child in my arms.
1: And a mimosa.
0: And a mimosa. <laughs> and... Everybody was like, "No, that's impossible." And if anybody's watched The Crown, uh, Queen Elizabeth got that treatment. They knocked her out, and then she woke up to her baby. So if she can get it, I can get it.
1: Apparently, it's not safe. No, it's not for women to be unconscious. They pulled.
0: They pulled it out with with pl- the pliers.
1: Oh, oh yes, that was yeah. like a fifties thing, right?
0: Yeah. So I guess that won't work. Yikes. But
1: I, I just think that I just, I think
0: that, and I know this is being naive because I've not been pregnant yet. I just think that I'm going to be so afraid of labor. Like, by the end, I feel like I'm just going to be terrified. And yeah. My vagina. I, I think the
1: same thing. Like, how are people just who normal. are pregnant just like, I can't wait to right. get this baby people, out.
0: People, yeah, because people are like. I'd
1: be like, oh, God. Yeah. Two more days till hell. <laughs> yeah. Two more days till the worst <laughs> pain of my life. Right. I mean, though, I have heard from a lot of people. Of course, it's different for everyone. But a lot of people have said that. Once you get the epidural, yeah. it's like, whew, okay, I'm all yeah, right. Yeah, but
0: until that, that takes a while too. And then if your doctor's not around, I believe me, because I've been i I've been a Jasmine's for both of hers. Did she I, not I have
1: epidurals? She did, but like oh, oh. At,
0: at one point, like it was taking them to, a while to get for the nurse to get there, and she was just like Ooh. dying. And, have yeah. you seen no, baby not mama? literally dying? Yeah,
1: I love Baby Mama, and and when she's going into labor and they're like wheeling her to the hospital. She's like, drugs! Give me drugs! And she starts, like, pulling on an old man who's in a wheelchair, like, pulling on his IV. She's like, I want his drugs! And they're like, bam, know, calm down. And she's just, like, screaming. Like, yeah, what I imagine. When I was a kid, oh my god, you know how I always played, like, dark stories, like, Nazis and Jews and things like that? Well, I would act out labor. (laughs) With who? Like, my little sister. And I remember... We we would be Get like this baby off, Like grunting and screaming and like holding my knees to my chest, and like sometimes so things just, would go wrong. <laughs> and then I would literally nurse my dolls like with their mouth to my bare boob. Like I would lift up my shirt and put their mouth to my nipple. I was all about realism. Like, so and so dark. I remember that's how my little sister learned how babies are born because I wanted to like we were playing with like dolls and like baby life and home life or whatever. And I wanted to act out labor and she was and I was like, Do you know where babies come out? And she's like, Your belly button? And I was like, No. And she was like, Your butt? And I was like, No, they come out your vagina. And I remember my how stepmom was really you? mad. And how old was she? I think she was only like three <laughs> or four. What the fuck Allie? <laughs> and my mind, I was like, it's just science. We all gotta know. Oh my god. And so I was probably somewhere around nine. That's and, crazy. And yeah, my sister was like, Holly! And I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> dang it, she told.
0: <laughs> oh my but gosh. Yeah. Okay,
1: so, so what are your other expectations and um, hopes?
0: So, uh, we already said two kids. I always used to say that I wanted boys. Um, more so because I feel like I was always kind of like a tomboy growing up. Sure. And like, I just feel like the karma that's going to come back to me of how I was with my mom as a teen. Is two girls. No, just one girl. Like, just the karma of what, how my daughter is going to treat me <laughs> from what I went through with my mom. It That's just scares amazing. me. It just scares me. Like, I'm going to have a mini-me and, like, fuck.
1: You never know. If the boy could be the problem. I feel like
0: boys are easier for moms to discipline.
1: Depends on the son. Unless <sighs> they're, like, tell unless they're, like, a... Violent, C.S. or C.S. have anger issues, or you know other. things. Oh, they're
0: getting shipped away.
1: <laughs> Just
0: kidding, shipped away. <laughs> and then uh, another expectation is, I definitely think that I'm probably gonna have weird ass cravings.
1: I could see that. I could and I keep it was, asking like-
0: people. I, I always ask, like literally, that's <laughs> <one> of, the- <laughs> of course my food obsession. That's always one of the first questions I ask people when they're pregnant. Like eat, like. Every time I see them, I'm like, so many new cravings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to get some ideas, and you're like, and and what
1: you're what like writing I mean. it down. You're like, hmm, I've never tried cheese with on a tomato, but <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a try.
0: And bless Whitney's heart. At one point, we were talking about it, and he's like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. You're gonna, your hormones. I just, I can only imagine how you're gonna be when you're pregnant. He's like, and there's gonna be nights at like one o'clock in the morning where you're like, babe, I need this from the store, and I'm gonna have to go get it. And I was like.
1: All right, at least he's prepared. Yep. I
0: was like, good job. You already know.
1: I mean, I also have heard that you need like a billion pillows. Like the further along you get, the more uncomfortable Oh, yeah. You My get. friend that
0: was at the if the baby shower, she was talking about like there's this like pregnancy pillow that's yeah. like shaped like an L. I've heard but that. But she's like, I think she's due in July and she's like, now nope. She's like, people kept saying like it's going to get uncomfortable sleeping. She's like, I'm
1: there. Oh, dang. And she still has a couple months? Yeah. Oof, poor lady. And you
0: can't even take, like, a sleeping pill, huh?
1: No. <laughs> I feel like there's very few medications you can take. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> and apparently constipation gets worse, so I'm. Screwed. Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> and you're gonna be pushing and <laughs> actually like push the baby. Out. It's gonna be nine months of shit <laughs> on the table. <laughs> and they will be like, "Oh, I feel great," and they'll be like, "This is the most disgusting birth i have ever experienced." I've also heard that, um, like even women who don't have heartburn issues often oh. have heartburn. So you and I are both oh, screwed. screwed.
0: It doesn't mean that they have a lot of hair. I've heard, is that a midwife still? I think I it's a midwife still where if you get a lot of heartburn, that means that you're having a, like, a, the your baby, baby has a lot of hair. hair. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird one.
1: My sister had heartburn nonstop and her baby was bald. bald. Yeah, that's true. It was just genetics. Like, the babies in our family and his family are always, like, bald. The, yeah, you were bald, right? Yeah, it was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was bald until I was, like, three. <laughs> Thank God for headbands and bows. <laughs> I have some funny pictures. <laughs> That's funny. All right, what about you? Um, I have a feeling I'll be nervous about my body. Like I'm gonna, you're gonna
0: be one that carries it like a fucking basketball. I don't even know why you're worried. I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My hips are going to I expand. Mean, I'm gonna be my, the size of a bus. I already know. My it. My
1: older sister is like taller and significantly thinner than me. And she gained a good amount of weight when she was yeah, second she, how, third. How cool did she lose it? Pretty, pretty fast. Exactly. But she's also like extremely healthy with food. Mm. But I think, I, so basically I think I'm going to work out a lot. Like I want to keep my stamina. I want to keep my energy as best as I can. Of course, <laughs> if you have like awful um, morning Symptoms, sickness yeah. or something, then you just might not be able to. Yeah. But I'm going to try. I don't think I'm
0: going to say I'm going to work out a lot, but I definitely do want to make sure that I'm active so I'm not yeah. like fuck I've just gained 95 pounds.
1: And I want like I want as much endurance for labor as possible.
0: Oh, I would never even I would have never even. I don't
1: know. About that. I feel like that you know might be a out thing. of shape.
0: people have babies I know. a lot.
1: No, I know, but I wonder if it's like
0: I've never heard easier. of someone being like, Whew, thank God I'm a runner because that really helped my endurance for labor. Know.
1: Maybe your lungs are I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, if I, if I do even have biological children and if I do, I am definitely getting an epidural. Uh, like, yeah, absolutely. There was one point in my life where I was like, maybe I should see what it's like to go natural. And then I was like, why would I?
0: So, okay. That? So this might be a dumb question, but if I'm getting my scheduled C-section, do you get an <laughs> epidural or do they put you on another type of
1: I think it's, drug? I think it's a different kind of drug, but don't quote me on that. I think it's got to be way stronger just, than an epidural. God damn it! Why is this so hard? I know, and like, why? Why do people act like it's so normal? Like, we'll get to that.
0: We'll get yeah. to that. Okay,
1: and then, um, yeah, I would just say like I'm very, I expect to be very nervous about the pain yes. and labor. I don't know how people aren't. No, it's, I think it's, it's, I think it really
0: is. Whew. I think people if by then they're like. This needs to end. I don't care what Which, it is. Which
1: I guess, thank God, you get to that point because yeah. it would suck to be like, I'm not ready. I'm but there not are a lot ready. of people that like
0: thoroughly enjoy being pregnant. Like, yes. I, I know, like, my I know a couple people, like, Monica. She, if I need, if I'm gonna need a surrogate, she's definitely having my babies. And she had hers like within three, four hours, all That's three. That's great.
1: Of them. I mean, yeah, one of my sisters said she felt better pregnant than not. Yeah. Whereas the other sister literally had a seven month migraine. Oh, that fuck. Would li- constantly. It would be anywhere from like a level three to a level nine pain. Nope. So you never know what you're gonna get. Um, I also think there's a possibility I could have twins. Oh. I've heard
0: like Do you know how crazy you would look with twin like
1: I would look like a human globe. My my
0: my (laughs) old client, she had triplets and she was like Probably oh your size. God. And like she was put on bed rest after like five and a half she months. She definitely I think. had a C-section.
1: Her, oh yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean wait. most triplets do, right? Wait a second. No way.
0: I feel like she didn't. And I also feel no like the babies way. were not super tiny. I'm almost... Because now that you say that, I'm like, wait, I do remember being like, wait, what?
1: I feel like twins are often C-section and triplets are almost always... You know how exhausting that would be to be like, okay, one's out, now do it all again. But usually there's. And s- again. They're, but they're
0: smaller, usually. Yes,
1: in closer. And then, yeah, so they should
0: just all pop, 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 right?
1: <sighs> I don't know. But Aaron's mom is a twin, so that's why <sighs> I'm thinking of it. And she's identical. And last time I checked, I think that that like skips a generation. And if you have identical twins, it does come through the father's side. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> Good, 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 good. I just heard that, like, you don't want your first kid to be twins because it's overwhelming. Like, yeah, if you've you're already had everything, exactly, and plus two. If you've already had practice and you, like, kind of know what you're getting into, it's easier. So, uh, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, i was
0: like, if I had twins, I'd probably just stop.
1: I might as well. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. And I, I think if I had to, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Obviously, I'd be fine with whatever. But if I had to be really picky, I always thought like twin girls or twin boys would be more ideal because, from twins I know, like they tend to get along better. Like they're closer when they're of the same gender. Mm. But of course, that doesn't go for everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So.
1: Fears. Oh, God. Because, you know, we don't want to... Well, we clearly have not been all rainbows and butterflies. I mean,
0: all, the, all, all, <laughs> our, all of our expectations and hopes had to do with fears. So let's just keep going, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, I've talked about this before. I'm definitely worried about having issues getting pregnant. I'm worried mm-hmm. about complications during pregnancy. I just... It just makes me nervous. Like, it's, yeah. it's not at this point... I mean, I guess it's kind of rational because I'm a <sighs> geriatric... Pregnancy once yeah. I get pregnant, which is some fucking bullshit. You know how much... That's that's as much as bullshit as how they size wedding dresses. It's like, why would we use these words for a pregnant woman? Geriatric. <laughs> and why would you put someone in a dress that is 12 sizes bigger than their normal size?
1: I don't even remember that about wedding dresses. Oh
0: my God, yes.
1: That's awful. My
0: wedding dress is like... Because of my boobs, it's like 7 or 8 sizes bigger. Oh
1: my God. Yeah, it's like... Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, so yeah, i definitely,
0: I'm definitely worried. I think everything. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I just have a little slight anxiety about it.
1: I think that's fair. Um,
0: and like I we said, I said this already. Even though I've heard that at the end, everybody's like, "Oh, I can't wait! I'm gonna be so afraid!" I just think I'm gonna be terrified. And that's why I like to have a, that date that I know it's going to happen on. <laughs> like someone just told me that they were like 41 weeks. And I was like,
1: oh, wow. No. I think that would also be the worst if it was like July or August oh, where you're like sweating like crazy.
0: I wouldn't be going anywhere. I'd just be sitting in an air like ice ice cream. <laughs>
1: Ooh, ice cream every day does not sound bad. That's
0: uh, Kati's thing right now is gelato every day.
1: Oh, I'm sure I will crave sweet things even more than I do.
0: I bet you I will crave sweet things.
1: That'll be the day. It'll be, be like, here. okay, Nisha, let's go on all the dessert adventures I've wanted to go on with you. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, what are your... Here, oh, no. Here, we go. Okay, here we go.
1: Okay, I will try not to linger too long. When people say, do you want kids or when are you having kids, I immediately feel a little clammy. Because I think this honestly started, like, especially when I felt like I was stronger in my faith, this, like, pull and responsibility to adoption. Yeah. Because the Bible always talks about taking care of orphans and widows and, Uh like, communities sweeping in and helping those in need. Uh And um, I just, I think if there are so many children in the United States and around the world that need loving Parents and I could provide that. Like, why not?
0: That's very. That's very nice.
1: Yeah. The- I'm sorry. <laughs> You're I'm like, I I'm do just- not relate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a way to say like
0: that's super sweet of you.
1: I just it's. Um. I, I also think I was like was familiar with the concept. I was of gonna adoption say that's yeah. Your from mom like was H- a foster like mom. literally as long as I can remember from age yeah. three because my mom started an adoption agency, and as a child, it like blew my mind that. Like, some children didn't have anyone to call mom or dad. Right. Some children went through holidays alone, especially in other countries where, like, orphanages are still yeah, a Yeah, because
0: when did orphanage go, orphanages go away here?
1: I want to say around the 60s or 70s. Okay. And now it's just, Don't that's why there's that. foster homes. Right, right. Okay. So, like, that is ideally a better situation, but there are yeah. some horrible foster parents out thing. there. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, I know that Aaron and I are healthy, happy people. Yeah. And we could provide a really great home, so why not? But the, like, biological, like, evolutionary instinct in me just wants to have biological kids. Yeah. And I recognize that it would be easier, assuming I don't have any health complications, because you don't know, but adoption can be emotionally and financially, like, exhausting. Yeah. And, and excruciating. Yeah. And I recognize that. I've also heard that... Fostering to adopt is is um, easier financially, but the goal is always to to ideally return the child with their biological parents, so it's kind of a roller coaster. Oh. If if possible. There are some situations where they know, like, there's no way this child right. can return. I just...
0: When, when I've talked about this before, where it comes to, like, you know, if we can't have kids, we'll adopt... I don't think I could be a foster kid, though. I mean, foster parent. <laughs> I just feel like I would yeah, become so attached with them. And then when they leave, like that'd just be really hard. For yeah. And he said the same thing. Like, I wouldn't want to give the child back. Right. So,
1: Thankfully, like, one of my friends, Akea, has a really great story where she went through, like, five years of fertility issues and trying to just get a damn answer as to why. Yeah, And then decided to just start fostering. And... Uh, thankfully, she's like getting into the adoption process for her very first foster child. Nice. So like she's so happy that it's, she yeah. won't lose him. Yeah. Um, but she knew going into that like that could That's be a possible. thing. yeah. Um, but like her story is such a happy one, and it's it's really cool. yeah. but um, I mean, so I'm just gonna do this stuff first. Okay. So like the tricky thing is Aaron is far more hesitant about adoption., yeah. he's open to it. But there are a lot of fears and uncertainties. You know, you don't know, like, what baggage your kid carries. And or also, even like, if you adopted,
0: does that mean, like, would you have biological and adopted?
1: So, the last we spoke about this, which was maybe, like, a few months ago, we were thinking maybe we would have one biological and adopt one. Yeah. Um. I know a lot of people are afraid of, like, what if I, like, unintentionally favor... Or spoil my biological child. Yeah. But I've heard from people who are adopted and people who yeah. have adopted that like something just like clicks where you're like, This is my child. Totally. No matter the same what. Thing. So I never want to pressure Aaron. Like if we get to the point where we're ready to plan for kids and he just says, like, hey, I'm just not comfortable, that is too huge to push on someone right. and I will accept that. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I don't know how else to explain. I just feel like this responsibility and like like my heart just like aches. For orphans, and I know that sounds really cheesy, <laughs> no, but it like weighs on me where I'm like, oh, why would I bring in more kids when right. they, they exist? I don't know. And some interesting stats, like this is awful, but kids cost different amounts based on yeah. their
0: race. And we find and the the reason. Well, so go over the numbers. Okay,
1: so I'll do the first one if you need a second. Okay. So the cost to adopt. Caucasian children is approximately $35,000 not including any legal expenses (sighs) versus uh, like 100% African American or black child would be about Eighteen thousand, so yeah. thirty-five thousand versus eighteen thousand based on race, and then um, a biracial child will be between like twenty-four and twenty-six thousand.
0: Yeah, and what I think I saw is it's because there are less Caucasian children to adopt.
1: Yes, yeah, yep. I remember so you. So the that. Comod-
0: commodity for it is high. Like that's It so just feels so sell. weird to yeah. like
1: talk about humans like that. Yeah, you know.
0: Um, and also, we found that most adoptive parents, 73%, are non-Hispanic white adults, according to a study by the Barna Group. However, they are less likely to adopt a Caucasian child. Only 37% of children adopted are Caucasian.
1: Do you think that's, like, a hero complex thing? Yeah,
0: maybe. I don't know. Regardless, like, adoption's great. Yeah, it's great.
1: But also, how weird to... Be like in your adoption meeting, and they're like, So, do you want a boy or a girl preferably? What age? What race preferably? Like, yeah. they ask you that. Yeah. If you have, like, oh, well, absolutely not this race. Like, that just feels so like, yeah. Bleh, bleh. Yeah, it's rough. Um, I think if we do adopt, we would want, like, at least half black or black because, like, be, because these stats show, like, we need more black parents. Right adopting kids. Right. And I would I think Aaron is such a great example of like a strong, successful black man. Yeah. That it would be great to be able to give like a black child that example. Yeah, agreed. Um so yeah, those are just some interesting stats about adoption because like we said, having babies isn't the same for everyone. Yeah. It's a different process. Exactly. So the other major <laughs> you know, related the problem I have is Oh, you know, the state of the planet and, like, things I've read and just, like, really scary stats on, um, on, yeah, basically how, like, climate change is drastically affecting the world we live in. Okay. And so, A, it just makes me nervous to bring more kids into the world if, like, you know, it's just gonna be, like, a shit show and a fight for resources and then we're gonna have to live in space or something.
0: If possible. And also
1: just, there are many reasons why, like, extra humans hurt the planet because there are already so many here. Right. So, just one example of that is diapers. So, if you use disposable diapers, you use approximately 7 to 12 a day. Obviously, until the child's potty trained. Yeah. And each diaper takes... They're estimating 500 years to that doesn't make.
0: That still doesn't make any sense to me.
1: I think it's based on how long they're currently taking, and then you just do the math of it. So there is not one diaper that has, has like... Naturally decomposed? I yeah. guess not. Because it says, studies indicate that diapers and landfills take up to, fi- oh, up to 500 years. So some could have. Okay. Up to 500 years to degrade, creating methane and other toxic gases in the process. Um, and their manufacturer uses volatile chemicals that also end up in the ecosystem. So <laughs> it's shit like that where I'm like, ooh. I'm sure you can All find it. Right. Yeah, look,
0: here's some <laughs> plant-based diapers. Yeah, there and you go.
1: honestly, like I used to think, ew, like reusable diapers, that's disgusting. But then I babysat that is. I babysat a baby who had them and they were far cleaner than I thought. Like even when I changed her poopy diaper, the lining is disposable. But you're just minimizing the amount of disposable material. So you just, you like take out the disposable lining, yeah, wrap it up, throw it away. And then like you might get a little bit on the cloth diaper. But then you would only do a load of laundry with other cloth diapers. You're not going to wash like your dress and your jeans. And honestly, like, I don't know about the blowouts. That I would probably just throw it away. (laughs) I'd be like, all right, nope. but I mean I think that would help me that would help ease my conscience but that's why when people are like do you think you want kids I'm always like (laughs) yes but the world is dying so (laughs) but yeah I, 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 like I said I still want to be a mother we're working out the details I'm trying not to stress about it because like in the end we'll figure it out yeah it'll all work
0: out there are options
1: and thankfully like if adoption is our only option at some point, Erin will be a doctor. So we would be able to afford that. You yeah. Know? And I mean, there's plenty of
0: people that aren't doctors that are, that can afford adoption. That's true. Point. Yeah.
1: And I've even seen people do like, um what's it called? When you, you like, not fundraise, but...
0: Oh, crowdfunding? Or yeah. Crowd, not I, crowd. Kind of. GoFundMe? Like,
1: yeah, I've yeah. seen like GoFundMes for people who are like, Really passionate about adoption, and they just
0: oh, don't have enough like money. want help, yeah.
1: And it's amazing how much like friends and family can swoop in that's and, true. and pitch in, so, we so got, that's pretty awesome, yeah. We got options, I think. Like, just to wrap up my fear section, Jesus. <laughs> I am a little nervous that Aaron and I won't be ready for a baby at the same time. Like, okay. it would suck if one of us woke up and was like, Let's do it, all this. right, like the genitals are aching that sounds disgusting (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to think like you know people are like oh my my uterus is aching but i was like what's the male version of that my sperm ew. my uh, testes are throbbing yeah because there is no male version of (laughs) that (laughs) but like i'm just hoping that one of us won't feel strongly like i want to get going now and the other person's just like no way yeah but at least right now, we're both like, no way. I
0: can't see I can't see if one of you guys were strongly wanting that the other one would be like, no way. That's
1: fair. I don't think that that
0: would even happen. Because you guys have so much love and respect for each other that if one of you guys knows that the other really wants that, then they're not going to be like, You're so right.
1: fuck you, absolutely <laughs> not. We're getting a divorce. You're so right. Oh, Misha, you always have the best insight. I try. Um, the last one is just like... Aaron and I have a really solid relationship that I'm very grateful for. Yeah. I think it's like above average in terms of difficulty level. Yeah. But I have seen firsthand how babies add so much stress yeah. on great relationships even. Yeah. And I'm like very protective of that. Like I don't I don't want to I don't want Aaron and I to get like really grumpy with each other all the time or like not have as much passion and excitement for each other because yeah. this baby is like sucking out our energy <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> again i think like your foundation matters and your expectations and like even just being aware that that's a thing yeah is helpful that... and but it but it crosses my mind And you guys have had a beautiful first what <laughs> 10 years Oh, I thought you were saying a marriage. I was like, whoa, that well, would make me Five easy. years. Five years married, married, but yeah. You guys yeah. Together 10 years. Almost so, 12. Almost 12. So, yeah. you know. We're solid. Yeah.
0: And, and there's going to be some ups and downs that you might not have seen yet. Then you'll just Fair. go back up.
1: And, you know, these are obviously not the same thing, but we do have pets together. We do have <laughs> nieces and nephews together that we've watched, like just the two of us. Uh huh. and that's like you know little dabbling little bits of practice okay I know that he is willing and able to change diapers so that's awesome it better be I mean yes Fuck it, that. it just
0: helps we're not having no partners without changing oh, diapers oh I agree but I think <laughs> it just helps that
1: he's had experience with it yeah so he's Whit's not totally two. freaked
0: What's definitely probably going to be teaching me more than that, I know for Aww. Sure. it'll be a learning that's process <laughs> oh god <laughs>
1: So, again, we just want to let you know, there is a trigger warning. We will be talking about infertility and miscarriage. Um, if that's something you just don't feel like you're able to listen to, feel free to skip ahead. Yeah. So, infertility. It's real. We we don't want to minimize it. No. And, and I've, it's
0: we've talked about this in other episodes, I feel like. I'm glad yeah. that there's way more talk about it than there used to be. Because I feel like... It was such a stigma. Where now, like people are being more open about it happening to themselves yeah. and not feeling as sad, or not sad, but not feeling as uh, like isolated. Yeah, or, or, or judged for it. Yeah.
1: So also, if you know, maybe you're someone who hasn't tried to conceive, but it's something you're thinking about or nervous about. So we just wanted to actually look up the stats. Yeah. And if you take women under 37 years old with no known fertility problems. Who've gotten pregnant, about 45% of them conceived within three months of trying, 60 to 65% within six months, 85% within a year, and 93% within 18 months. I feel like the,
0: those numbers to me sound high. I don't yeah, know why.
1: So I think it's good that we mentioned this. Yeah. So that you know, if you are a person who is going to be trying or is trying to get pregnant, just know it's very common for it to take a while. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And again, um, talk with your doctor if you're under thirty five and you haven't conceived after a year of actively trying, or if you're over thirty five and haven't conceived within six months, which my doctor said that to me last time. She's like
1: That makes sense. We'll
0: start you six months if something's weird then we'll start to have those conversations.
1: Yeah. So it's just kind of good to know what's common so you don't panic unnecessarily. Yeah. Yep. Um so, so miscarriages. Mm-hmm. For women who know they're pregnant, about ten to fifteen and one hundred pregnancies, which can be converted to ten, 10 to 15%, fifteen percent, yeah, do end in miscarriage. Um, I know many women who have had miscarriages. Yeah, me my too. mom had a miscarriage between my older sister and I, and um, you know, I—that's nothing a person should ever feel shame about no. or guilty about. No, and um, and they really
0: don't. I mean, I think I just read something that's like there's a lot of Misconceptions. There's a lot of unknown as to why a lot of miscarriages happen.
1: I've heard that as well. It's not
0: like because of this, this hap- There's no like cause and effect for a right. lot of situations. So, yeah. So just know
1: you're not alone. You're not,
0: and we want to also. There's support groups and resources that we wanted to tell you guys about. Um, resolve.org mm-hmm. is a, a foundation. They have a phone number a hotline. It's eight six six not alone. So that's 866-668-2566. And also you can join if you want to be an advocate or volunteer. Yeah. And if you guys just want to tell your story, and be heard. And obviously we would never share anything, but if you just need somebody to talk to, like we're here, send us Mm -hmm. a message. Yeah. We will listen. I'm all about listening to these types of stories because I think it's, it gives peace of mind. It gives hope. And it also like puts perspective in place yeah you know? and
1: again remember we're not on social media right now but we are still checking our email yeah so that is loud and louder podcast at gmail.com again no pressure it's just you know these are isolating times and sometimes I feel like it's almost easier to share personal things with people you don't know yeah in a weird way agreed but it depends on the person yeah so also something that I love is the idea of educating people people on how to respond to friends and family Mm -hmm. who are going through infertility challenges and or miscarriages. Okay. So for those of you who aren't yourself going through it, but you know someone, here are some helpful, healthy ways to respond to what they're going through. And this is from um, a family friend, Aaron's family. Ashley Lemieux she's great if you want to follow her on social media she's like (laughs) semi-famous um her hash her handle is at a-s-h-l-e-y-k-l-e-m-i-e-u-x Ashley K Lemieux so she has a whole journey she's going through with miscarriage infertility and she's very vocal about it so um you know, feel free to follow her. And here's some things that she said are like the right things to say to a person going through right. really any kind of grief. So the first one is, this isn't your fault. You did nothing wrong. Yep. I think that's super validating.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: And that's true as long as they didn't, you know, do like a bunch of like meth or something. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, that might have been your fault. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, uh, number, next one is, you are not alone. I'm right here with you. Just mm-hmm. to... Give someone comfort yeah. to know that you can sit with them and just be there with them at yep. the moment.
1: Uh, the third one, this is really hard and it sucks.
0: That's a that's a really good validation. I love
1: hearing that when yeah. I'm going through something. Yeah,
0: like I'm sorry, this sucks. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're going to get through this one day at a time together.
1: Yep. And the next one is, I can only imagine what you're going through, instead of saying, I can't imagine what you're going through, mm. which I am notorious for saying that, I'll be honest. I, I can't or
0: I can only. Imagine. I will
1: often say, I can't imagine what you're going through. Yeah. And I thought that that's validating to be like, I'm recognizing how hard this is. Yeah. But she was explaining that that actually kind of isolates them and and makes them feel more alone in right. it. Right.
0: Yeah, no, um, I, that's a good word switch. That, like, yeah, and makes it's a so very subtle diff- change. Yeah. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, The next one is how are you doing today yeah be present just kind of get them thinking and
1: I'm sure you know it varies every day yeah definitely um the last one that I'm saying is I'm dropping off dinner tonight any allergies yeah she mentioned that people often need help but they don't often know what they need or so many people will say let me know if you need anything let me know if you need anything and it's overwhelming to navigate that that reminds
0: me of when my my dad passed and people would say that all the time like if you ever need a meal and and I just kept thinking like so i as supposed call, you be like, hey, so about that meal that you I sent. have my order ready for you. <laughs> right. Like, it's just kind of awkward. Like, yeah, right. like just bring the food so over.
1: even though it seems like it may be a little abrasive, just, like, dive in because they don't want to have to think about, like, right. their schedule or what works for you. Yeah. Like, just bring Take something. Take action. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the last one is say nothing, just sit next to them, hold them, and cry together. Yeah. Which, Yeah. That's what friends are for.
1: Yeah. So I think people always mean well, even when they say things that can be uh, hurtful. Yeah. So just be really careful about the way that you say things. And this list is a great go-to.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Good find. So we are about to... End the episode with the top five, right? Top five baby Mm -hmm. names of 2021 thus far. In fifth place, we have Sophia. Super cute. In fourth place, we have Ava.
1: I love that name.
0: It is cute. In third place, we have Amelia. In second place, we have Emma. And in first place, we have... Olivia. Cute. I will say that one of my top girl names is in that list. Yeah,
1: and you're not happy about it. I'm not. It needs to
0: fall <laughs> down. I don't want a popular name because I, I I like I like that I have a name that no one else does. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It throws cool. me off when I hear someone with my name.
1: Even Holly is a more common name, but I don't know Holly's.
0: I don't feel like Holly is a very common name, at least yeah, for our generation. I
1: definitely feel threatened when another Holly's in the room, so I like yeah, unique. Yeah, fuck that. I mean... I will also say, I feel like Ava, Emma, and Olivia have been really popular for a Ever. while. Yeah. I yeah. also feel like I have to be unique because our last name is Smith. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be fun, but not necessarily like too crazy where they'll be made fun of all Blanket. the time. Blanket.
0: <laughs> that was Michael Jackson's name. Oh, my
1: name. God.
0: What? Well, it was their nickname. Blanket. That's weird. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> All right, for boys, the most five, the five most popular names in twenty twenty one so far. In fifth place, Lucas.
0: Okay. That
1: was one of my top baby names when I was a kid, and I made a list. Really? Yep. Um, Elijah. That was also one of my top baby really? names. Really? I think I was focused on the Bible a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Um, three is Oliver. So
0: Oliver and Olivia are both in the runnings for top five. Oh yeah,
1: but you probably wouldn't use both in your family, right? I would hope not. Uh, Number two is Liam, and number one is Noah.
0: I wouldn't pick any of those. But it's also because, like, no offense, they all sound like white boy names.
1: That's fair. But, I mean, I do know, yeah,
0: yeah. again, these are, like, these are even more common sounding to me than the others. They're all cute, though. I think... To each their own.
1: It will take me a long time to decide on a name, because... I'm already indecisive in general, and that feels so important. I was going
0: to say, I'm glad that we probably already have a boy's name, because I think that boys' names are harder than girls' names to pick. But I think we have our boys' name.
1: I don't think I have anything in general...
0: I mean, ours is easy. I don't care if I say ours is cold because that's my last name. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. It still goes on.
1: I'm not naming still anyone. Nordquist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nordy! Hey, Nordy! Get over that's here! That's what my dad's nickname is. Oh, fuck. did you know that? Dwayne Nord. He was literally called Nordy. Like people to this day will call him Nordy. Oh, that's
0: unfortunate. Does he good. like is it?
1: He- there, it's funny because Nordstrom has a club. Oh, yeah, the Nordy Club. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I and was just there it's so today. weird to me because I'm like, that's my dad's club. That's hilarious. It's so funny. Well, that was our episode on
0: babies to an extent.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. But, it, you know, it's a lot to process. It's a big part of people's lives, whether they plan on having kids or not. Yeah.
0: So... Yeah.
1: There it is. We'll keep you posted on our lives. Yeah, we'll
0: let you know when we get knocked up.
1: <laughs> if if we, do. we get knocked <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> this is loud and louder with Hallie and, and Misha. Misha.